Hello and welcome to another episode of Jesse and Wilder's Guide to Life. I'm the titular Jesse, and that there's the titular Wilder. And here we are to guide you. Yeah, I love you said tit two times. I'm going to, it's going to be hard for me not to say it every time. A great word, titular. Yes. Uh, you get this to say is... it like in professional settings too, which is kind of like a little trick, right? Yeah. It's and you got to like put... we're all playing along, wink, wink. Yes. And you have to get a hard pop on that titular. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Titular, baby. Yes, of course. I recently learned that um, my girlfriend doesn't very much like the word tit. <laughs> Okay. How'd you learn that? <laughs> uh, I, I actually asked her if what I I was asking her what the extent. You know how people can adopt a highway. We're gonna. Uh-huh. T- I'm gonna take you on a journey a little bit. Yeah. I I said what was the what are the limitations? Like how far can you push it? Like can you adopt a highway in the name of your mama's big flabby tits? And <laughs> yes, she said, course. I don't like that. What you just said. <laughs> It's so weird that she didn't like that because it's such an appealing sentence. <laughs> but imagine, though, how funny that would be. <laughs> Can you imagine it, bro? Yeah. What if you gave them like a ludicrous amount of money, but the deal is it has to say that? What, it has what, to what say point? It. You're not going to let this road get nice just because a little sign? Yeah. And then I'm going to take it. If you tell me no, I'm going to take it to City Hall. I'm going to take it to the people and we're going to see. I'm going to say I tried to pay $5 million to get this stretch of road between exit 31 and Broadway, you know, ship shop. And they, they didn't want it because I wanted to do it in the name of my, my mother yeah. and her, and her <laughs> they, flabby They want to do it because I was being too funny. Yeah. They thought it was too funny. That's what it says on my note. It's yeah. It would be a danger funny. to people to drive. Yeah. They would die laughing. <laughs> Boy, unlike this bit that we're doing now, <laughs> which mm-hmm. nobody will die laughing listening to. So this is that podcast where we pick a thing. And we talk about the very quite lit version of that thing, the very best. Yes. We build it out. We tell you how to how to judge all your favorite shit because uh-huh, uh-huh. you didn't. We assume that you didn't already know that you liked yes. a bunch of shit, and you were like, "But how do I know if I like the trick it?" Is, really, that's what happens to you mm-hmm. when you're walking around. You're like, "Do I like that?" You got to quickly shuffle through our little Pokedex full of full of information for you. It's basically mm-hmm. just think of this like a big audio encyclopedia, which is. So fucking boring. Boy, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, today we are talking about red sauce joints. We're talking old mm. Italian restaurants. Something very near and dear to my heart. Yeah, Wilder, give me the deets on your, because you worked at one, right? Yeah, my first job ever. There was only one murder that occurred while I worked there. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the very high-profile celebrity murderer Robert Blake did, in fact, kill his wife at Vitello's in Studio City, California. He killed her at Vitello's? He killed her in the parking lot of Vitello's, yes. Holy shit. Actor Robert Blake. To which point, a few years later, the manager would introduce a secret pasta item called the Robert Blake. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so I used to work at Vitello's. It was a great restaurant. Lots. It was just very old school, the exact type of place we're going to be talking about. And then it got turned into like a trendy... Sh- Italian restaurant, and now it fucking sucks. That makes sense. That checks out. Yeah, I love uh, I love red sauce Italian. It's like I don't. I'm kind of a little. I've never been to Italy or however it's pronounced, <laughs> and I don't know about all the all the coastal dishes and all the handmade pastas and all the sausages and cheeses. I'm I like it all, but I'm bad at it. But what I'm good at is fucking chicky parm and spaghetti and meatballs. Give me mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah, so so the that's 
it, right? Is that this is sort of like an, an Italian American restaurant, basically. Yeah, a fam. This is a family joint. Yeah, like uh, the. <laughs> it's gonna be called like Lil Tonys or Jibbabloobies, right. you know, right. something like that. Those common names. There's one called uh, La Strada. Shout out to La Strada in Richmond, California, that my family always goes to, especially for events. Like it's a great. Um, yeah, and we'll get into you can rent these places. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. But like that, but that's that's my experience. And um, the Bronx, the Little Italy in the Bronx. I was recommended to go there, and I, they were like, "It's so good. It's so authentic Italian." And not to be a big snooty bitch, but I'm used to North Beach in San Francisco, which to me is the Little Italy that is most like actual Europe. Yeah, North Beach is is pretty nuts. Let's get into it what do we need we're building a rubric so we need to know what makes the very best what do we absolutely need to make the very most quite lit red sauce joint you are the expert you start us off what is essential i'll just toss you up a little a little easy pie right quickly okay go ahead (laughs) you know about tossing up easy pies Mm -hmm. let's start off with atmosphere so atmosphere is key it is i would say close to if not equal to the food because Yes. The food isn't always incredible at these places. Correct. Give me some red leather booths, baby. Ooh, red leather booths. Okay. I feel like more often than not, they're uncomfortable. They're like beat to shit. Yeah, they suck and they squeak like a mother. And if you're wearing shorts, if you're wearing your booty shorts like I like to do when I go to my red sauce joints. Ooh, you're going to get stuck right to that booth. Ooh, yeah, in that hot, hot heat. It's like you're pulling a piece of bubble gum off a piece of paper. Yeah. What else you got for atmosphere, big dog? Uh, it, you know, similar to a dive bar along with red leather boots, give me some kind of low lighting, boy. Yeah, low lighting. Why do you think? Why do you think they always got low lighting in them spots? Because everyone's so ugly that you don't want to see. <laughs> big, big ugly folks at the old uh, red sauce joint. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if that's why a restaurant had low lighting they're just like well everyone that comes in here is so fucking ugly that's how it started that's how like mood lighting got started is they honestly probably because i think that's probably like why bars did it right yeah it's because they just had a bunch of nasty uggos at the bar getting when you're smooching you don't want to see what they actually look like right exactly and nobody else wants to see it you know hide that shit go hide in the corner Mm -hmm. yes uh Um, i want to i want to pop one in there for atmosphere pop pop it boy I need some tablecloths. Yes. I need like what color a, are those tablecloths? I feel like they're often red. I don't know that they have to be, but I do need a tablecloth. I can't be eating on bare wood. Bro, they're red and white checkered, baby. Yeah, red and white checkered preferred for sure. I think if you're gonna so maybe our maybe to be very quite lit, you have to have tablecloths that are red and white checkered if you yeah. just have tablecloths you're you're in the very pretty good yes, category yes, yes. if we didn't already say this you got three categories very quite lit very pretty good and very not quite lit yeah you'll be able to look at it while while we talk about it do we have any more atmosphere i feel like well does clientele go into atmosphere <laughs> let's do so, a separate category for clientele clientele is in like the people there yeah Okay, fine. We'll do separate. Atmosphere, though, what about the people working? Do we need a specific type of person to work there? Yes. Go on. Manager is uh, Italian-American. It's one of those. It does feel it's, like I need... You have a very not-quite-lit restaurant if your manager is not Italian. Yeah. Or or even just... even I'll even accept, like, the... Uh, the What do you call them? The person... Like, the host? Or the host? Like, just... I just need somebody... 
That <laughs> somebody looks, Italian. <laughs> that looks like they got a lot of vowels in their name. I feel like a lot of the host is a toss-up, though, because host could be a teenage girl. Oh, th- I don't... could be her first job. Like, when I was working there, the host was my age. Hostess. Interesting. I don't, I don't like that. That's that's very not like quite that. lit to me. No. Okay. So we'll pop put it in very not quite lit. <laughs> teenage host. <laughs> teenage host. I'm just gonna write yeah, teens. Maybe. We're teenage just gonna log that in as teens. I don't want any teens for my. Yeah, atmosphere. but no, you're gonna get some teens in there because it's a family joint. You don't yeah. want teens on staff. No teens on staff. Correct. Correct. Okay. <laughs> no teens on staff. Very not quite lit. But what about a delivery boy? That's a perfect teen job. Okay. If you if I don't like it when I get like an old man, not an old man, but like a like a thirty five year old man doing my pizza delivery. I don't need that. All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna leave out not a Postmate, but like a, the actual but t- but, staff delivery. Right. But but that's not atmosphere. Delivery man is not atmosphere to me. Well, teens on staff. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Teens on staff <laughs> is atmosphere. Teens on staff is the name of my next album. What was the name of your first album again? Remind me. Teens in training. Uh huh. <laughs> What kind of music are you playing? It's, a teen, your... it's the Teens Trilogy. It's this rock opera about uh, a couple yeah, of teens just trying to make their way in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Yes, I forgot about your corporate positive teen rock. <laughs> uh, what else do we got for atmosphere? The bartender is a young guy who's friendly with all the old folks. Okay. Explain. I like this, but give me more. Paint a he's picture for me. He's kind of a cool, like, he also might work in a garage. Like, he's kind of like a cool greaser. <laughs> and he, like, you know, 85-year-old Betsy comes in and goes, Betsy, another martini? You know, he's that guy. Uh-huh. Okay. Very cool to old people. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> cool young greaser. Very cool young greaser. Clientele. Give me old people. Okay. Gotta gotta have the old big fat grandpas. Old people's parentheses big fat grandpas. Yes. Why do we need old people, Wilder? This is not a trendy crowd, boy. Right. Yes. Correct. There might be some trendy folks there because they mm-hmm. fucking get it, but people ain't here to Instagram their bolognese. You know what I'm saying? Right. So influencers, very not quite lit. Trend. Yeah. Trendies and influencers and like you know sometimes they don't let us in because you know we are both trendy and influencers i hate to suggest this because it is against what i would normally enjoy but if we're gonna have family style and we're gonna have old peoples do we also need a couple of token children in there yeah yeah there's there's a there's a there's a child in there okay some but not too many childs yes very not quite lit would be too many childs Yes, correct. Um, there, There's probably a high chair or two in the corner as you walk in because you know someone's bringing their little nasty little infant. Yes. I'm not going to put that because that to me does not add to anything, but yeah, I will. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know they I mean, are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, agreed. There could be some suspicious characters in here. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. A couple of suspicious characters. Yes, there could be some mafiosos in here. There could be a couple of Tony Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I just thought of one for atmosphere. Go on. How about how about this? Tell me what you think of this. Uh-huh. The, and I'm going to put it in quotes, uh-huh. the good table. Absolutely. You know? Uh, and I'll tell you what. The good table was the Robert Blake table. Everybody wanted to sit at that one. 
of course they wanted to, they wanted to ride that wave, baby. Everyone would say, which one's the Robert Blake table? It's table thirty four, everybody. Damn, dude, giving the dirt. <laughs> I got that dirt on Valley Italian restaurants. I love a good table, especially since a lot of people don't know about. It. Like you have to go. Yeah, because they're fucking idiots. You gotta walk in first thing you say. Hey. How long's the wait? And they say five minutes. You go, no, 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 no. No. How long's the wait for the good table? And then they just give you the they give you the old snake eyes. They lead you to a secret back room. Because the good <laughs> table is in the kitchen. It's, okay. I don't like Buca de Beppo. <laughs> it's okay. Do me a favor, toss Buca de Beppo on very not quite lit Italian. Yeah, no, just in general. It's, it's own the category. Least lit thing that there is. Except for Pope Room. Very quite lit. Pope Room. Dog, you know about Pope Room at Buca de Beppo? What's Pope Room? They always got a Pope room, which is they got this huge, big, like, table, round table, and they got a Lazy Susan in the middle, and there's a bunch of Pope statues around you. Okay. I don't think I've ever been to a Buca di Beppo. It's, uh, their whole thing is that their food is uh, bad <laughs> and uh, gigantic. Uh-huh. About once a month at Vitello's, this guy, like a cartoon character, would come in and be like, hey, and they would have the whole back room. Hey, I'm looking for the, f-. and I'm like, I already know who you're looking for, dude. You're talking like this. And and every time he would say, I'm looking for the big family of Italians in the back. (laughs) And guess what? They were probably killing people. I'm going to, yikes, you're talking too much about murder this episode, Wilder. Did I tell you two other people died at Vitello's? Are you, maybe that's why this place isn't around anymore, huh? No, it's around. This food is is worse. Is it still called Vitello's? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, two people were hit by a car outside Vitello's. It is haunted. It's a haunted Italian restaurant. How about this? Atmosphere, not very quite lit. Ooh, actually, very pretty good. I'm going to put haunted. That's very quite lit, dude. You think very quite lit? I Well, no, because I think you could have a very strong negative specter. Okay. <laughs> haunted is good. <laughs> like, for example, how people keep dying at your restaurant. I would call that very not very quite lit. Very pretty good to be haunted because you kind of want when you're <laughs> Taking a bite of your fucking veal marsala, you kind of want to wonder about the ghosts of the restaurant. Not too much. Clientele, I want to do. I want to piggyback off something you said. Uh-huh. Occasional parties, right? Yeah, and you know what? There could be a kid's birthday there too, because it's it could double as like a Shakey's Pizza Parlor, right? Because they got those big pan pizzas. Yeah, but I think that's a different energy. I think that this it is, is, but there might be one. You know what I'm saying? If you get there for lunch, you could catch the end of Little League. Yes, perhaps. I think yes, perhaps. Put that in very pretty good. Very pretty good is what? Occasional Little League party. So then for very quite lit, we're talking active adult party room, which sounds nasty. <laughs> Orgy room. Very not quite lit. <laughs> okay. Atmosphere. Orgy room. Very not quite lit. Um. Okay. <laughs> Let's... Are we ready for, are we done with clientele? Are we ready for menu? I just want to give a quick, this is a related shout out to old Vitello's, um, which would is, this is not a thing that all places need, but it's a thing that Vitello's had. And I just got to tell you about it. There's a back room where the bar is and every single night there was like open mic opera, basically, where this old guy was just playing piano <laughs> and okay. he would play piano and these old people would get dressed up and they would get up there and they would just sing some fucking opera and it ruled. Okay. I like that. Just watching these old people singing it like in Italian. Yeah, that's like a bonus point. That's like you can have, you can get occasional bonus points in this game we play. Very quite lit as it gets. I want to go back up to atmosphere for a second. Let's do it. I think I need one person working there, and it could be any of the people working there. 
that has a little bit of attitude, a little sass. What do you think about that? Like an old oh, feisty absolutely. grandma. Absolutely. Okay. Kind of a, an actor past his prime. He's in his 60s now. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's, he's still going for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. He's practicing his lines in the kitchen. I'm talking specifically about this guy, Chris, who I used to work with. Uh-huh. Seems like it. So we need the staff. The staff that we have now is we need some Italians on staff, maybe a manager. We have a young, cool greaser. That's very cool <laughs> to old people. And we have greaser. little sassy staffy. Manager, pretty cool dude. He'll he'll just, if he, if you're like a regular, he'll come down, he'll throw down a little pizzetti on the table. And he'll be like, just threw down a pizzetti for you. <laughs> you know oh, he I mean? says it as he throws it down and yeah. names it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. cool. You want that and in? I don't, like I don't know if you guys are hungry, but I, he always says threw like he's I threw it down on the table, like I I threw down like a like a a big ziti, you know, something that no one wants. <laughs> a whole baked ziti? I mean, that's a big yeah. throwdown. That happened to me once. So he threw down a baked ziti? Yeah, when Spegman and I used to do paint night, we did it at this shitty Italian restaurant called Maggiano's. But the manager was so cool, and he would just walk over and be like, "Hey, guys, threw down a big ziti for you," and we'd be like, "We're working right now, dude. We're not gonna eat a big ziti." <laughs> All right, you want to dive into menu? Please fucking Christ, I do. A slew of delicious, delectable chicken dishes. <laughs> do you have... Okay, let's be more... Let's whittle this down. Let's really put our nose to the grind here. Uh-huh. Are there some definitive chicken dishes that you need? Because you can't... If you're just yes, saying that... The, I, have two, I have three definitive chicken dishes. Okay. You Give gotta me that. have all three. Okay, and they have to be good. They can't... You can't just they have, have them. They have to be fucking good, and they are good in this order. And you can't, all right, I'm ready, but I just want you to know that we can't just say you have to have a chicken section on your menu because that's rubbish. That's, that's nothing. But okay. But I'm I'm getting towards, I'm getting towards the definitive chicken dishes. Okay. Clutch chicky dishes, which are. And they are, they are delicious in this order. Okay. Chicky, parm. Simply one of the best foods that exists in this world. This boil of chicky parm. parm should be tender. You should be able to cut it with the side of your fork. You don't need no knife at one of these oh, good places. Oh, I like that descriptor. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chicky parm, what comes next? Chicky cacciatore. Oh, you're giving me lots of hard words to spell. Uh, and then chicky marsala. What is what is what is cacciatore? So it's like uh it's like a red sauce and it's got uh like tomatoes and peppers and onions and like lots of lemon. Okay, I know yeah, okay. Perfect. Very I know quite it is. Lit. Yes, yes, yes. Uh and chicky marsala, which is like the white wine sauce with mushrooms and for some reason capers are up in there. I but I'll let it slide. Yeah, I'll I'll fucks with that. You know what? Come around to capers. I used to I used to say no thank you to capers, but now I say eh. Yeah, <laughs> golf have them. All right, yeah. I got one for you. I got two for you, and they're big for me. Go on. They're so incredibly big. That one of Go them on. goes almost without saying, but is important to say. Gotta give me bread. Gotta start me off with some bread and some oil, please. Yes, boy. Even let's take that further. What kind of bread? I okay. So I like when they bring you garlic bread. A little, <laughs> a little mixed basket when there's like a little focaccia and there's like okay. a little roll yeah and yeah you got the brown one the nasty mm-hmm. brown one no one wants Ooh, i love the brown one i love the brown bread <laughs> no you don't nobody likes the brown, mm. <laughs> the brown bread's the brown for one. me okay i like the brown bread so okay. assorted bread and oil yes bread and oil brother i don't care for those little rock solid little butter packs yeah you ever try I, to spread a piece of solid butter on some some soft bread you the trick is you got to sit on it 
for a, a hot minute. <laughs> okay, yes, of course. You get it. You never done that before. You sit. You put it under your thigh and you get it warm with your blood. I pop the whole butter in my mouth and I nom, 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 and I spit it out onto the bread so it's nice and melty. So for so for uh, very pretty good. I'm gonna put assorted bread with. Uh, rock hard butter because I do still want the bread. I will fucking yes. eat that bread and I will mash that butter into the bread until it tears yeah, and rips. But you know why you need that bread? Because at the end of your meal, you mm. got a little sauce left, my god. dude. Damn it! You gotta sop that sauce up with that bread. Oh god. Um. Okay. So the other thing I I need, and I this is weird to me because this is not something that I would normally fuck with, but for some reason when I'm at these places, I crave it uh-huh. with such a with such a fervor. Uh huh. I need some good calamari. Oh yes, of course, a little fried calamari app. I need it. Uh, a classic one. No one's gonna say no to that. You know what's wild about fried calamari? Everybody likes it. You ever notice that? Even people that don't like fish, like people don't like sushi, but for some reason they're down with squid. Oh, because it's just fried batter, and it's like, oh well, if I, that wasn't enough, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna dip you ever it. Get the whole, the, the whole little squiddy. Yes. Little boy down there. It, yes, and you're then you're dipping it in fucking marinara sauce. Like, yeah, mm. dog. Of course, mm. Dip of me course. Anything in marinara sauce. And then, God, just can we just take a minute to appreciate how fucking good marinara sauce is? We've been talking about red sauce this whole time, but come oh, on, yeah. It's I mean, unreal. I guess like what I I feel like I don't even need to put it, but I will. Got to have them red sauces on the menu. Yeah, so of you have to have, have some red, red sauces. sauces. Uh, I think. I would put marinara sauce on a burger instead of ketchup. Uh, it sounds like a mess. It does sound like a mess. But what if I found a way to make it th- as thin as ketchup? I don't think the thin. I think it's a, a viscosity issue. I don't think it's a thin thick. I think it's like a uh, ketchup has like a uh, like a gelatinous. Here's almost. what you do: you okay. build in a secret compartment to the top bun, scoop the marinara in, put the bun back together. That sounds like an even bigger mess is going to explode all over. Yeah, the you're going to get you made yourself a red sauce bomb. Yeah, okay, a red sauce bomb, very quite lit. Uh. <laughs> uh, it's also got pasta dishes big enough to fill you up. Okay, because I do not care for these trendy coastal Italian restaurants where you get you spend nineteen dollars on an agnolotti and it's like four pieces. And what's that shit about? Right, I agree with that. Big portions, just just big portions. I'm gonna say big to ludicrously big portions. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say filling portions slash because this is big to me too. Family style, like I yeah, I very much like when you can. And I'm not somebody who loves to even share food a lot, but family style Italian, I feel like Mm. Mm. uh, hits me just right. I think where I can get like a little bit. I can cut like a half a chicken because the thing is with so much Italian food is it makes me feel bad because Aww. I finish it and then I just feel like the world's biggest fatso. Yes. But if I could just get like a – cut me off a little piece of lasagna. Give me just half a chicky parm breast. Give yes. me like just a scoop – Just I just want a meatball. I don't even Ooh, need that skinny. Pop a lasagna on there for me, would you? Oh, you need a lasagna. Give me a little lasagna hog. You know I'm a lasagna hog. <laughs> lasagna hog. <laughs> um, I don't even really fuck with lasagna unless it is in the family style – I would never setting. order it for just myself. Yeah. It feels like truly the biggest fatso dish in the world. I think that... If there's one dish that represents being a fatso more than lasagna, I do not know what it is. Have I never talked about... Uh, have I ever talked about with you the Mama's Trio at Macaroni Grill? No. Ch- chicken Parmesan and lasagna bolognese 
and fettuccine alfredo <laughs> god that's one dish yes if you look at it they serve it on a long plate and it is just massive oh my god, I'll look this up this yeah. sounds incredible it's fucking punishment. How much does that cost? I don't know. I think oh, it was like this is $24 or something. This thing to order. Yeah, I Mama's Trio, it. the biggest fatso in the world. Oh, I'm... my goodness. I w- you know what? I don't give much of a fuck about fettuccine Alfredo, admittedly. So that might stop me from ordering this. If they popped like, like another... Like a, like a white wine sauce pasta on there. I'd be mm-hmm. all over this. Good Lord. It's so big. It's so big. And oh I God, honestly, the fettuccine lo- was nice for me because it cut. It felt like it was, I felt like I was cutting things. You know, where you're like, okay. I'm digging through these big, this fucking chicken cutlet and all this red sauce and this cheese. And it's like, oh, well, this, by comparison, this fettuccine is light. Damn. Yeah, you need, you do need some ludicrous portions. There's a, there's a place in, uh, in my hometown of. Uh, North Hollywood, California, called Lil Tony's. And Lil Tony's does a chicky parm dinner for $15. And what you get in that $15 is two pieces of chicky parm, a full order of spaghetti, Jesus a bunch Christ. of bread, a mm-hmm. salad, and yes. a whole thing of mixed steamed veggies. It's God. a nonsense amount of food. Three people could eat it, and I eat it every time. I eat all of it. Okay, so we have Lazog Hog. We have filling family-style portions. Um I you got, you got I can't else think of anything else menu wise. Like I feel like I really with these places the menu is often like fairly large and it's just the same six different ingredients mixed in different ways. So I really stay in my lane. Oh, you know what they you know what they sometimes have? They it's it seems like a trendy dish, but all of them have it a lot. A little prosciutto and melon. Yeah, they do. They do One do that. One of my that. favorite I'm, things. I'm a little I'm a little lukewarm to it because sometimes you get it from a place like that and it feels like. Uh, where yeah, store bought store bought melon wrapped with store bought prosciutto. Yeah, and that is exactly what it is. Pop it on very quite lit. Okay, you want <laughs> shitty store bought prosciutto and melon. Okay, <laughs> shitty store. I'm not gonna put shitty because that's not quite lit. An Italian red sauce joint is the only one of the only places I would consider getting dessert, and I'll tell you why. Tirabasu. Mm, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Italian desserts on there. I don't fuck with any Italian desserts really, unless it's a gelato. When I was at Vitello's, I was making some of the cannolis, and I never loved cannolis until I started making them because it's they're pretty like we they're the good ones. We made them from scratch, mixed the ricotta with the cream and all that bullshit. Yeah, Got some pistachio in there. It was pretty damn good. Okay, let me hit you with one that I is used mandatory for me. Okay, a little white wine based linguine and clam dish. Okay, I'm going to... Love that. Shout out to Maria's in the Valley. Maria's is a huge chain. <laughs> it's everywhere. I'm going to I'm gonna say, how about just a little... I'm just going to encapsulate that in like little seafood treats. Seafood, seafood entrees. treats. That goes with the calamari. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking seafood entrees because I feel okay. like that's gotcha. the... You have to have a, a banging seafood entree because sometimes I ate every fucking bread mm-hmm. and... Uh, fried calamari and i need to not have a big fat slice of fried chicken parm and so i need to get a little a little clam white sauce situation okay, or something like let's that let's talk about lighter stuff mandatory a dank and big chopped salad oh i think i a think really great chopped salad i'm gonna say great salads and i'm gonna say chopped and uh caprese because that is like i get so goddamn boned up for a caprese yeah oh brother yes a minestrone Okay, yes.
and I would like it to be served without a- asking for it. I would like if you brought me a little cup of minestrone before. Oh, you want like a dinner. complimentary? You want it to be part of the the meal? I would like a complimentary minestrone soup. <laughs> is this is something a that tiny, anyone just a has... little cup? Just a little cup doesn't have to be too much. Just a little. Mm. Does anybody do that? Some places, Vitellas did it. How about this? Can we put that into bonus points? Yeah, sure, sure. Complimentary food <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> Yeah, I just okay. feel like that's not anything that happens with regularity. <laughs> um, complimentary uh, minestrone. Or excluding like bread is usually complimentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fucking charge me for bread. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's like how in New York every Mexican restaurant charges for chips, and I want to die. I just wanna, what? Yeah. Ugh. Did you not know that? All of them. No. All of them, bro. That's, I'm all mad. And then they often will also charge for salsa. It's a separate charge. Oh, God. Yeah. And then sometimes they try and overcompensate. Like the best the best Mexican place by my house will try and overcompensate. So they charge you for chips, but they give you a ton of chips. Well, problem with that is I – You need I'm, salsa. Yeah, it's a trick. I can't – yeah, well, you need salsa, but also I can't control myself. They give you enough chips for like three mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But like what am you I going to not – going to make you get salsa. I mean, clearly, but also it's going to give me a tummy ache because I'm going to eat all them chips in addition addition to my barito. (laughs) Okay, so we've got atmosphere. We've got staff. We've got clientele. We've got menu sort of figured out. We've got Buca de Beppo. It's not that. It has to be not that. How are we feeling about this red sauce joint that we built that we are? Uh, I'm thinking it looks great. I'm trying to think of more stuff that it needs, but wait. Uh Uh-huh. One more for atmosphere. Cheesy Italian music playing. Right? Oh, yeah. A lot of Sinatra, a lot of fucking other guy. What's that guy's name? Uh, it's all of them. I have one for very, very pretty good in atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, that one. Very pretty good for atmosphere. One of those uh, statues near the front that looks like a butler or a, you know what I'm talking about? How restaurants at the front will have one of those little, like, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> say, Say that again. Those little statues that look like Italian servers or butlers that they will often put at the front, like near the podium. Statues? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Fuck. Statues of Italian servers not at the front? Not statue is not the right word, but it's like, it's probably like four feet tall and it looks like uh, a little Italian man. It's like a, it's like a little uh, decoration, I guess. I'm not familiar with what you're talking about, like a like a Roman like bust. No, I'm talking about like sometimes it's a dog instead of a butler. You're thinking of Pope Room. That's where you gotta be. Is I'm not thinking of Pope Room. I'm thinking of that little butler. <laughs> Fuck. Never mind. I can't even a think of a good statue way to describe of a it. butler. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I can't describe it any better. So we could just move on. <laughs> I was hoping you'd just get it. Not a great wine list. Okay, medium. I'm gonna put that on menu. A decent wine list. Yeah. Very pretty good. A good wine list. Uh-huh. Very not quite lit. No wine. They don't have any wine at this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think a good wine list is better than decent wine list. But in this situation, the problem with that is it's going to raise the prices. And it's going to be trendy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just a little wine, wine slurpers. What do they call them? If you're into wine, a wine slurper? Yes, sir. You got it on the first try. <laughs> Thought so. I feel strong about this. Now let's take some of our favies and compare them and see where they fall. La Strada, mm-hmm. the, the place in Richmond. I cannot speak to their pizza boxes, but they do have cheesy Italian music. They do have uh, red mm-hmm. and white checker tablecloth. No, they have white checker tablecloths. They don't have the good table. 
Not white, white checker, just white tablecloth. Table sorry, white tablecloth. What table does cloths. that mean? <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to say for atmosphere, Lestrada is very pretty good, actually. I don't think they have booths either. They're all okay. tables. So they kind of, but they don't have any steam routines mm. on staff, and there is no orgy room. So they're that you know of. They're very pretty good as far as that goes. They have all of the staff requirements. That's a lock. Um, all of the clientele requirements. They're not Buca de Beppo. Uh, they do not have a Pope room, however. <laughs> um, and they have all of these these menu things. So I would say that they are mostly very quite lit. Is how I would describe. Li- yeah, overall. La yeah, overall. Yeah. They what are about very you? Give lit. me. Give me. Break it down. Okay, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going Dantana's right now. Okay, red leather booths. We have low lighting to hide the uglies. Mm-hmm. We have red and white checkered tablecloths. Uh, I don't know about the good table. This is the problem with the good table. Is it's the the best thing on the list. But how would we ever know? We're never deserving of the good table. Fuck. And it, I'm just. I feel like there's people that know. Yeah. Like I bet Lestrada has a good table, but I don't fucking know it. So it should. So perhaps Dantana's Dantana's definitely does because it's a celebrity. It's like a, but not like a celebrity, but like an old world celebrity. You know what I mean? So like a, the Jerry Bruckheimers and the and the and From the, the old country. They're the ones that are at Dantana. So you know Bruckheimer's got his good table. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine how unpleasant a person Jerry Bruckheimer must be? Yeah, probably not good. He's probably not so good. So he's got the good table for sure. I'm I am only very pretty good because I don't know about the good table. Yes. Um. I can't speak to their pizza boxes, but they got the music. They do have a, some stassy, some sassy staff because everyone's worked there forever. Uh, they are weirdly dressed. They I don't know about all the Italian. There's like an old bartender, so he's not a cool young greaser. <laughs> Damn. Maybe an old bartender is is very quite lit too, though. I think old bartender is going to be very pretty good to me. Okay, yeah, put him on very very pretty good. And then clientele. Uh, clientele. How many big fat grandpas they got? Yeah, there's there's definitely going to be some old fat grandpas because we're talking. It's either producers or it's like Beverly Hills old people, like rich old people. You know, they're kind of assholes. Uh, I'll take that away from Dantana's. It's not like a. It's not the best crowd. Okay, so maybe just it's very kind of the snootier Beverly Hills. Very crowd. pretty good for that as far as that goes. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in. Uh, very not quite lit actually for clientele is like. Um, yeah. Maybe it's, like it's very not quite lit. A lot maybe, of people there. Maybe like too too classy. Like, eh. yeah, it's too close to like Bel Air and Beverly. It's all these it's all these richies, right? Richie riches. Now the know? question we're all wondering is: Is this place Buca de Beppo? The place is not Buca de Beppo because it's Dantana's. Okay, Got but it. it doesn't have a Pope room. <laughs> Damn shit, dog. Yeah, uh, maybe Pope room should be bonus point. What do you think? <laughs> Instead yeah, of on pope the room fucking bonus list, point. let's pop it in there. This is good. It's a living document. We're working through it. Look at this. So for the middle one, should it be is sort of Buga de Beppo? I have a I have I know what we're gonna do here. Okay, Buga de Beppo question mark. Got it. <laughs> you don't know. You're in there. Somehow you managed to be in this. <laughs> you can't place. tell, so that's very And you're looking cool. around and you're like, it's very familiar, but I can't Yo, tell. one of the craziest things Buga de Beppo has is there is one table in the kitchen. It's a chef's table, baby. It's not a chef's table because it's still like a booth. It does you're not near <laughs> It's so stupid. They got the clutch chicky and Dantana's, uh, you heard it here first, <laughs> not first, you heard it here for the millionth time, to me, the best chicken parm in L.A. Wowie. The absolute gold standard of chicky parm. Okay. I don't go there enough because it's far away and I'm poor. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. $34 or something. Uh, they got all the breads and oils. They got the banging calamari. They got the red sauces. They got the filling porches. They got family style. They do not have store-bought 
prosciutto and melon because they probably got some good ones. Yeah, that place sounds a little bougie. It is. It is. They got all the Italian desserts and bakes good. They got the seafood entrees. They got the chopped salad. They got the decent wine list. So overall, Tantana is very quite lit. Well, great. I think we... They do not have open mic opera or complimentary ministry. Yeah, ne- none of us room. hit the bonus points here, which are open yes. mic opera, complimentary ministrone, and Pope Room. But that is fine, because those are bonus points for a reason. They Pope only go room, to a select literally few. only Buca de Beppo could get that. Well, but that's fortunate, because Buca de Beppo fails on so many other elements well, of this. Well, should we score Buca de Beppo real quick? Uh, for one, teens on staff, for sure. Yes. Probably have an orgy room. For sure haunted. They're definitely haunted. I will not accept any arguments for definitely haunted. What about, hmm, I did have a friendly crowd at Buca de Beppo. Well, J.K. Simmons bought me cake at Buca de Beppo once. What do you think Oh, about that? what are you fucking bragging right now, bro? Yeah. Where do we put that? Bonus points. Does J.K. Simmons buy you cake? No. <laughs> no. I draw the line. I have to draw the line somewhere, and J.K. Simmons buying me cake has got to be the line. I think, uh, what else now? I think that might be it. Yes. So we will post this on our guide, jessewildsguidelife.com. Yep. Which is a blog that we have. <laughs> yes, it's correct. Um, yeah, and we want to thank you to Bad Todd, as always, for the music. We want to thank Adam Fay for the art. We want to yeah. thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. We're still getting this bad boy off the ground, so any review, any share, any retweet yeah. helps us, baby. If you uh, uh, any new listeners that want to check this out, are they going to come and they're going to be like, "What are these reviews about them talking about Battlestar Galactica?" Right, that's the thing. Look, it's all y'all's mission for our new listeners, maybe, and for the old ones too. You, yeah, we just have flood to... us with reviews so the Battlestar ones go to the bottom. Yes, we have to get, we have to wash ourselves of our Battlestar shame. And the only way is for a deluge of reviews, because otherwise we'll be fucked. With everyone's going to be how like, "How nice is it to just not have to watch a whole episode of TV before recording?" Oh these? my god, it's amazing. Instead, I got a root canal, which is way better than watching an episode of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oldest burn in the book, huh? rusted. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Well, right. thanks Good for day. listening, and I love you. Bye.